Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Makeup and Motivation here on Pop Culture with I, your lovely host, Monroe. How's it going, everyone? On today's episode of Pop Culture, we are going to be going into everything from breakup season updates to aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, what it means is to stay true to you in the journey of love and self-healing. But before we begin, I would really appreciate it if you would all join me in a moment of silence for everyone that we have lost in the world of music, the arts, entertainment this past week, including Tony Bennett, Angus Cloud, and Pee Wee Herman. Please join me all in this moment of silence. Thank you all for joining me in that moment of silence. Now, my lovely hummingbirds, let us get started. But first, the makeup look. And yesterday's makeup look is inspired by none other than Queen Charlotte. Um, so excited. I'll get more into why that is later on in the episode. But uh, for now, enjoy the makeup look. How do we like the makeup look? As stated in the intro, it is Queen Charlotte inspired. Why Queen Charlotte inspired though? Well, throughout the series, I feel like one of the things that is kind of a push and pull for the character of Queen Charlotte is the ability to be completely herself, right? She faces a lot of things in regards to being a queen, being a wife, being herself, being a sister, having a duty to her country and all this good shit. So, that is why the makeup look is staying true to you and the importance of it and all that good shit. But this week's episode of Rated is going to be Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story review. I know I still have to do Santana, like opening up the concert series for Rated. I am going to still do that. Just <laughs> shit did not pan out <laughs> as expected last week. So we're going to get that going. Hopefully that launches this week as well for y'all. But... Besides that, let's get into it, shall we? So, in recent weeks, quite frankly, uh, a lot of things have been coming out from, I think it was like a temple to Medusa was found in Rome recently. Uh, Hecate relics were also found in Rome recently. Besides that, like the new species that was discovered. <laughs> freaking cave with necromancy in it and in the latest developments of this twisted ass fucking bingo card of 2023 because <laughs> what is happening uh ufos are real <laughs> and i mean to all my conspiracy theorists out there that have always believed in the existence of extraterrestrial life ufos uaps whatever you want to call it congratulations y'all y'all were right and then some so currently what has happened i think this was earlier last week is when it came out but retired major for the air force and now a whistleblower david grush 
uh, came forward to state that when he was part of the division within the Pentagon that helps identify uh, spy satellites and all these things, he came across a program where not only UAPs were being grabbed, but also grabbed in order to study and then reverse engineer the aircraft or whatever it was that was found. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen any of like his testimony and all that that's been going around, but I was watching it and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so ET e landed on earth. It's a thing. Uh, <laughs> The Pentagon was quick to make a statement and say that none of the claims are substantiated, that they don't know that this is happening, that it's ever happened. He did claim uh, that it has been happening since the 1930s. Can we say that this is really a surprise? Not really. I think that majority of people to some degree do believe in extraterrestrial life, meaning that there is life that exists beyond Earth. Now... And here's where y'all losing me a little bit. <laughs> so, of course, this has caused a frenzy for some. Not most. Uh, I think that the general consensus people are like, okay, we knew this already. <laughs> but for those that are very excited of this happening, uh, they're taking a little bit of an extra leap and going as far as to say that aliens are demons. And that's where y'all are losing me a little bit. <laughs> and this has to be the wildest episode of pop culture yet because what is happening? But the argument is that because of the description of aliens and like people that have made contacts with demons and all this stuff that they, they coincide. I cannot say that I particularly agree with the stance. I'm, I think that they are two very separate things entirely. Uh... Do am I a believer in? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Not the fucking X Files. Um, I do. I I don't know. I think there is life out there. I just think that it's not. It'd be foolish for us to believe that it's not already like present. They're among us. Um, <laughs> jeez. I just I don't I don't know I was looking at this and I was like this is where we're at now in 2023 aliens huh okay Saturn <laughs> uh, there's just a bunch of planetary shit going on and Saturn is currently in Pisces and the next spot over that it's going into is going to be Aquarius so and like two years or whatever I there's just so much happening right now that honestly aliens is not a surprise it really isn't, but I just, I can't get behind the whole their demons thing, y'all. That's, no. No. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, the Pentagon denied it or whatever, and during the hearing, they were like, you know, I can't remember who the fucking representative was that said it, but he was like, oh, the Pentagon needs to understand that, like, they work for us, we don't work for them, and they have to have a little bit more, like, uh transparency within the government channels and all this stuff and i'm just sitting here like well it has been written in every single comic book ever <laughs> and 
one of the things I like said to one of my friends one time we were just like she's like you know you haven't told me a conspiracy in a really long time and I was like shit you know I really haven't love conspiracy theories I love diving into them and all that stuff but I was like you know oftentimes art imitates reality I'm like and if media and art has taught us anything is that like there's a lot of things that we take as fiction that later on end up being fact and all that and I was like and I mean I personally do believe we are bold to assume that we are the only beings created in the universe by God by creation by whomsoever you believe in the bold of us assume such a thing uh I don't know if, like, the Pentagon ever will admit, probably eventually, once they figure something out. Because, like, humanity, I don't know, I feel like we have a whole little thing of just trying to be ahead of everything all the time. So, once they think they have the upper hand, that's probably when shit's going to come out. But, what do I know? <laughs> I'm just a podcaster on the internet. Anyway, so to deviate completely from <laughs> Alien Talk... I just, I can't, I can't with the aliens or demons, y'all lost me there, I'm not gonna lie to you, that was, that was a bit much, because, no. <laughs> In the world of Venus retrograde and breakups, so Sofia Vergara and Jomaine Janela are divorcing, besides them, it was confirmed that Rosalia and Raul Alejandro are not together anymore, the reason that it got confirmed was because there were accusations that he was fucking around with some Colombian model, he went on to release a statement on his Instagram story that that is not the case, that him and Rosalia had broken up, broken off their engagement months ago. And everyone's looking at this like, that's weird because y'all were just imitating each other on social media. Y'all were literally talking about getting married in less than a month ago. So where did this come from? Uh, Rosalia has been crying in her performances and I started seeing videos of it more on my feed and it makes me sad. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> now the new rumor that is circulating as far as what's going on with them is came from el gordo y la flaca and like i grew up on el gordo y la flaca and i don't want to say that that is why i'm biased and i believe what he is saying but his channels rarely have been wrong in regards to el chisme uh, one of the rumors that's floating around is that Camila Cabello and Raúl Alejandro are actually the ones that are fucking around. And I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. I don't like it. I thought she was fucking around with Shawn Mendes still. What happened to that? Anyway, as far as Sofia Vergara and Jovan Janela, I think what happened there, and I'm not entirely too sure, so don't fucking quote me on this, y'all, but I read somewhere that it had to do because... He wanted to actually have more children and she was like, you know, that's not where I'm at or whatever. Oh, oh no. Sucks. Because they're such a hot couple. And they look so sweet together. Like, what the fuck? But, you know. That's okay. Can't wait for Sofia Vergara's single era. Um. <laughs> and in other news for the week. The latest culprit of fans tossing shit on stage is none other than Cardi B. So, in her Vegas show, uh, Cardi had a fan toss a fucking drink at her and hit her in the face. And without missing a fucking beat, she literally tossed the microphone straight at the fan. The fan went and followed police. 
Assumption is that the fan that tossed drink is the one that filed the police report, but not entirely sure. Uh, there have been different angles that have come out since the incident. And one even depicted Cardi telling people, hey, you know, toss a fucking drink at my kitty. And, you know, so people were like, because it was hot outside or whatever, it was like 108 degrees or some shit. Because, you know, Vegas gets hot as fucking summer. And she then went to say, like, you know, she doesn't want to be seen like a ghetto bitch. But she was like, I said, throw it at my pussy, not at my face. And that's what happened. And I'm just sitting here like, damn. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) Why is this such a thing? Uh, But it is not new in the music world for artists to get shit tossed at them by fans. I feel like it's been happening more, like, more and more recently that they're actually getting injured from the shit that's getting tossed onto the stage. I don't know if people's aim is just getting better or if the artists that are performing on the stage just did not no, get Preston's training for what it's like to be a fucking rock star. <laughs> yeah, I had to cue the Wayne's world. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on Like with the projectiles. I swear people's aim just... Everybody was practicing their fucking pitch during covid anywho hope everyone's okay y'all please stop throwing shit on stage there's there's no point (laughs) in this situation though with the whole cardi asking them to do it i just feel like maybe the girl did misfire she was trying to aim and then went too high who knows i wasn't there (laughs) in releases to come i'm pretty sure i mentioned this already don't know if i did or not but the butler i'm so excited sebastian and seal fentonheim are coming back so crunchyroll made an announcement with a trailer for black butler for the new season it is set to come out in 2024 Another thing to come out in 2024 is, <laughs> so you guys know I love webtoons. I love, so I have, I'm obsessed with webtoons, quite fucking honestly. These are some of my favorites, but <laughs> love webtoons. And at the San Diego Comic-Con this year, it was announced that Dungeons and Dragons is releasing a webtoon in 2024 all about Brie who is supposed to be none other than Drizzt Dorden and Caddy Brie's daughter and I'm so excited the series is titled Brie and the Borrowed Blade if you've been with me from the start of me starting this YouTube channel, from if you follow my fucking TikTok, then you know it says Drizzt's wifey. Drizzt Dorden is a character created by Ari Salvatore for the Dungeons and Dragons series. I am obsessed. Yes. Yes. This, this. I'm in love with that man. Elf Bean. <laughs> he's not a man, he's a dark elf, but not the point here. I blame my love for Legolas. <laughs> That's where the elf obsession started. 
Anyway, uh, so I'm personally super excited. I don't know if anybody else, if you're into D&D and you've read the books and you play the games and everything, are you stoked to hear that it's coming to Webtoon? I personally am because I feel like it's going to bring exposure to D&D more beyond just like anyone that's currently involved into it and it can even bring new people that haven't seen it before, haven't dived into it before, or even to the new generations. I'm personally stoked. I'm so excited. It looks like it's going to be so fucking cute and adorable and she's purple and I love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the reason my YouTube channel was Drizzit's Wifey was because I was like, you know, in an alternate dimension, I got married to Drizzit Dorden. <laughs> Besides that, in more animated news, or I guess animated turn live action news, the trailer for Netflix's One Piece dropped, and... Of course, you know, there's there's mixed feelings already. Fans of the long ass fucking anime. <laughs> and that is no shade. Uh, my One of my nephews is, uh, he loves it, right? That's his favorite freaking anime. And he's like, he did the whole math of how long it would take for me to watch the entire series if I watched it nonstop. And I'm like, kid. <laughs> I don't have time to be watching it nonstop. Like, what? He's like, well, you better get ready because they're going to drop new... Uh, he's like, they're going to drop new episodes soon. And I'm like, you expect me to be caught up, don't you? He's like, yes. I'm like, so I'm trying. I'm trying. Not succeeding. <laughs> I've seen enough thus far now to the point that like I'm looking at it and once I saw the trailer I was like I can kind of understand why a lot of people are saying that some things should remain animated because they're just not translating over well enough into live action and One Piece definitely feels like one of those especially because Netflix does not have the best rap when it comes to their live action remakes. I feel like Okay, so the Bleach one was really good, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I actually liked it. I still have to watch Cowboy Bebop. That's probably gonna be my one that I dive into today, but... Death Note? <laughs> Besides William Defoe, because he was amazing, and his Ryuk was fucking spectacular. Had that not been, like, their first try at it, or had they done what they did with Bleach for Death Note, it might have been better. Uh, it was just really fucked up. And I feel like that's so seared into everybody's brains <laughs> that we're like, okay, is this really going to translate over well? You know, because One Piece is really fucking goofy. It is a very just like out there anime. So it's like... It, the amount of things that actually can be translated into live action, in my opinion, is so minimal that this CGI better be good as fuck. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, but, I mean, if Marvel can create entire universes, right? Uh, 
Here's to hoping we'll see what happens. Uh, supposedly there is no issues because of the strikes or anything. Nothing's impeding the launch of One Piece. So we'll see and I might end up doing a review. We'll see how it goes. Another thing that has a drop date. Just kidding, it still doesn't. Bridgerton season three. Still has no release date. They wrapped up filming in March of this year. Speculation is that it is going to launch either in the fall or for Christmas time. We shall see, especially because I think that Queen Charlotte is supposed to somewhat tie into what's currently going on in season three, like that, how we get snippets of them flashing into the future from the past and so future. <sighs> a whole lot of back and forth in the show, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm very interested to see how uh, Lady Danbury and Lady Bridgerton's relationship and friendship is going to move forward. Spoiler, because you're her dad, but we're going to get into that into the review episode. And now for the topic of conversation, staying true to you. Now, what does it mean to stay true to yourself? Now, First off, the definition for authentic is as follows. Authentic is truly what something is said to be according to Oxford languages. To be authentically yourself, to stay true to yourself, it requires first and foremost, getting to know yourself. Seems redundant, slight, <laughs> but in the journey of self-love and self-healing and growing and life the moments where we really thrive is the moments that we get to be who we are deep down oftentimes we don't get to do this because life in itself happens and whether it can be from traumatic experiences as a child teenage adulthood whichever it is or even just because of societal structures that we may grow up in and habits that we develop because of those structures we start to lose sight of who we are in order to better mold ourselves to please the environments that we are in and that's what can cause a lot of confusion why does this matter why does being authentically yourself matter as well when you are authentically yourself you have a very strong not just a moral compass, but also just a guiding force within yourself to what it is that you deem right and wrong, what it is that benefits you, the people you care about, and how it is that you can truly move forward in being the best version of yourself possible. Because when we feel good, we look good, we act good, we do good by ourselves and to others. When we lack authenticity, we become a copy and paste of the world around us, but also we might pick up very negative habits or aspects of other people because we are told that it is right and therefore in order to not upset anyone, we fall into people-pleasing tendencies and then start losing sight of who we are. How can you dive more into becoming you? Well, as with many things in the self-love and self-healing journey, it is by going into the gross parts of it. 
It is by doing your shadow work. It is by doing your self-help work, building yourself up, going to therapy if you can afford it, or finding the necessary resources in order to keep growing and keep learning. And also in order to unlearn things that you have picked up across the years that are not beneficial to you. One of the biggest things that also helps with staying true to you is doing things in love. What does that mean, Monroe? What are you talking about? Well, it's doing things that you love to do, doing things that bring joy and passion into your life. It's doing things that you're, you look at whatever the activity may be or the action or a thought that you choose to entertain and you're like, I love the way that it makes me feel. I love the way I can help others feel when I take these actions. I love the way that I feel when I take these actions. I love the version of me that does this thing. One of the things that, especially with the unlearning, right? When you feel like you're doing something and I can't say, can't tell y'all that you always feel this, but for some of you, lack of authenticity, lack of staying true to yourself might feel gross. What does that mean? You will be doing something, taking an action, and you will sit there either in anxiety, doubting everything every step of the way, sitting there feeling slightly disgusted of the actions that you took and questioning if why you did it to begin with. It can feel like guilt or severe remorse over the actions taken, but beyond just like a, oh, I feel bad that I did that, it's more of like a, I literally feel sick to my stomach. Why did I do that? Uh, or it will start to build a negative narrative within your mind of, I'm a bad person, I do bad things, I'm horrible, everything I do is a mistake. All this negative self-talk is going to start building, 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 building to the point where at the end of it, after some time passes, you start to believe that you ain't shit or that you're unworthy of love or that you don't deserve good things. And this whole negative narrative starts to build and really solidify as truth. What can you do in order to remain true to yourself and be authentically you? Well, look over your values. Look over what it is that you value in life and always try to look at how it impacts you and how it makes you feel. So like when you're looking over your values, be like, okay, is this something that I deem good? Is it something that I deem positive? Is it helpful? Is it beneficial? Is it requiring me to compromise within a reasonable level or am I entirely giving up an aspect of myself? Also look at where the narrative is coming from in order to be as authentically ourselves as we can. It is important to know where the things that we are saying to ourselves have stemmed from. So doing the exercise of whose voice is this is very very helpful <laughs> for me it's been really freaking helpful 
if you're having a negative thought, whether it's over your image, your self-esteem, what you're wearing, what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're doing, wherever it falls in line, ask yourself, whose voice is this? Acknowledge it. For me, sometimes I will defy the voice and tell it why it's wrong. Uh, that might not work for everyone. But acknowledge it, acknowledge where it's coming from and break it down. Uh, another thing that can help is redirecting your verbiage. So instead of speaking with a negative connotation or a negative mindset, try to rework it to include more, I don't want to say abundant words because that's not the correct term. But for example, instead of saying like, oh, I have absolutely nothing to do today. What am I going to do? Blah, 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 right? You can change it and be like, oh, today my level of activities are minimal, which then will allow me to do either self-care or have a rest day or journal or something fun that I haven't gotten a chance to do before. Or saying something along the lines of like, oh, you know, like if you're having a really bad like self body image issue day and you're standing there and you're like, oh, I hate my fucking body. Look at this, blah, blah, blah. You can change the verbiage and be like, I might not be content with the way my body looks today. However, I acknowledge that my body houses my soul and it houses my spirit and it allows me to do the activities that I need to get done for the day. And it will, you know, really just trying to like tweak the way that we speak to ourselves because the more that we do, it'll also help change the way that we think of ourselves and the world around us. Another thing that you can look into, especially if you're struggling with being authentically yourself, is your environment. Take a good hard look at the people, places, and things you surround yourself with and how those things make you feel. Oh yeah, real deep in the feelings for this one, yeah. <laughs> look at how those things make you feel. Look at the sensations that you experience when you're there as well because sometimes if we've done something so much, we don't immediately feel something from it mentally or emotionally but we will get a sensation from it so i mentioned it i think on chapter 29 where i was like you know if you're spending time with people and then you get home and the first thing that you want to do is you feel like you got to fucking cleanse yourself or someone leaves your house and you're like got to sage the fuck out of this place or you feel energetically just diminished you have to start breaking down of why that is because is it something that you know is happening externally from you or is it something that's happening within you that you have to reassess so take some time and do that uh as well as look into what actions you are taking based on resentments that you feel towards the environment around you or resentments towards past versions of yourself that reacted in the ways that they did to survive previous situations while staying true to you might not always be the easiest because obviously like when i was at a regular nine to five i was not gonna show up in full well on halloween i did but <laughs> besides that right i wasn't gonna show up until in like full cosplay all the time because that was not deemed to work appropriate <laughs> Oh 
there is also moments where like, okay, even in moments where I cannot be a thousand and one percent me and all these things, how can I bring my personality out in ways that can even help me navigate these environments better? How can I have those little moments with myself of like, ooh, okay, like I can do this, right? So definitely take a look at that, my lovely hummingbirds. Look at things that can help from not just physical self-care, but also really habits and tendencies and analyzing the ways that we think and speak about ourselves. That's it for you for today, my lovely hummingbirds. That's today's episode. We are going to end it off with a Queen Charlotte quote of course so the quote that i chose from queen charlotte bridgerton's story is the following love is not a thing one's able or not able to do based on some magic some chemistry that is for plays love is a determination love is a choice one makes that is it for you for today, my lovely hummingbirds. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the makeup look. I absolutely love how she's so beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> as always, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos. Y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses and rainy so always look up at the moon. I love you all so much. Have a good one. I will catch y'all tomorrow. Uh, have a happy release and manifestation day for this full moon that we got coming up in aquarius and yeah okay that's it i love y'all catch on the next one bye